designated stakes day across there in the west at Ascot. And Terry Layton's probably got no money left after buying all of these yearlings at the um, Perth yearling sales. They tell me it was a big success there on Thursday and Friday. G'day, Terry. Good morning, Gareth. I uh, didn't get involved, actually. I reckon I had about 400 people come up to me and try to rope me in throughout the day. Everyone had a lot of... Uh, all those all the words they use, the early running types and this and that, but uh, no, I kept my um, I kept my hands in my pockets. All the money you're winning with prize money, Perth Cup runner-ups, etc., etc. And no, I don't, don't, I don't know if that's, I don't know if we're bringing up Perth Cup runner-up just yet, Gareth. I feel like it's a bit too soon, so okay. I had to watch some, um, I had to watch some replays for that when I was doing the form for the detonator, and it's the yes. first time since. Uh, since the day after, since I've watched the replay, and it's uh, it felt it a bit again. It felt it a bit in my uh, heart, which I didn't. I didn't really know I had a heart, to be honest, Gareth. No, so, I thought you won. There. Um, I thought you got the bob in. Yeah, on the line I did. I turned around to my mate in the line. I said, "Ah," and he just shook, just looked, shook his head and looked down at the ground. And I knew that I was pretty cooked at that stage. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, geez, what a story! Did you get involved? Did you? No, no, definitely not. I saw Astro there. Yeah, he's, um, he would have been purchasing a few SJ. He's got a lot of cash these days because he keeps on backing them at 20 to 1 and they keep on winning. So, um, Mate, I tell, I tell you what, he, he would have some cash. He, he certainly would. The boys, some people weren't afraid to buy, were they? Pierce has bought, I think, 15, 16. Um, yeah, Roy Rogers went there to buy one, bought six. It's just, yeah, people weren't afraid to spend some money. I think they set a record by about 100,000 or something for the... Uh, total, yeah, total raised or whatever. So, um, yeah, good on them. There's uh, yeah. yeah, plenty of, uh, yeah, plenty of nice types there. So, uh, I'm sure that I'll be looking to buy a few of them at dispersal sales in coming years, mate. That's more <laughs> my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Try and find one for the Broom Cup or out wide. Um, where are we exactly. starting with your specials at Ascot today? Okay, right. lots of uh, I think a lot of favourites will win today, and it's it's a bit like what what happened in Perth Racing is if everyone sort of likes one, the price just gets chipped, 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 chipped to the point where it's probably under the odds. But if you hold fire until close to the race, you tend to get a um, a little bit of a comeback on the price. So we'll start with race number two. Two-year-old called Siren Assault. I, I really do want $2.50 plus to bet here, and um, it, it's probably just shy of that at the moment. But again, as I said, it might... Uh, it might come back, but its trial was uh, really professional. It's from a, from a yard that's in really uh, good form at the moment. And I thought its debut run uh, a couple of months ago against Golden Vale uh, when it missed the kick and worked to the breeze was um, was anything to to stick on and, and hang on for second ahead of Angel's Impact, who's proved itself to be a very nice type. So everything looks in Siren Assault's favour in race two to get us off to a winning start. Um, in race number four... I don't want to take on moving gold too heavily. It's just I, I didn't think the trial looked the same trial as I saw from this horse last prep before it came out and won two. Uh, I know the camp are relatively keen, but just on that trial performance and the fact that there's a couple of speedy ones in this who are going to make them stretch their uh, stretch their necks, um, I'm, I'm happy to look to take um, him on. I th- again, I think the money will keep coming. So I marked uh, horse uh, Cheeky Charlotte uh, as favourite in that. Currently six bucks. I'm almost certain that will end up at around about $8 by the time they jump. So I haven't had a cent on yet, and I'm pretty happy to hold fire there. But I'm going to back the leader, Cheeky Charlotte, and I want to have something on um, a number one angel undercover as well. It was, well, every run it's had this prep has been uh, has been super. And it should be the breeze or land 1-1. And again, I've marked it second favourite, so purely on 
uh, purely on pricing, it's very easy to back and save those two. I won't go over the top that race, because I am, I am respectful of Wuben Gold and what he did in its debut prep. But it's just, as I said, on that on that trial, I think it's going to start too short, which makes it easy to play around. Uh, race number five, Liv Patel should get them, Gareth. I'm not a big dollar $75, $1.80 player, but for those who like their multis um, and one for the for the bankers, I guess, it's... Um, Oh, we're talking lift to tell should be a... Um, I think Simon mentioned the other day he's got a spot in the quokka lined up. Um, it hasn't been officially announced yet, but, I mean, if you're running in a quokka and you're not even carrying top weight to 72-plus, you, you should be... Uh, and a moderate 72-plus, too. You should be winning and winning well. So I actually think that $1.75, eighty is... is um, is reasonable value. Race number eight, Maricino, um goes into the detonator stakes with the exact same setup as last year. Um, went super in the TED trial two months later. The trial was incredible. And then it walked to the front last year and won with a leg in the air. This has probably a touch more depth, but it, this is still the best horse in the race. So I'd like to see something closer to three to get stuck in for a proper bet. But um, yeah, Maricino is the one to beat. If you're doing quaddies or looking for something a bit more value, Queen Alina, I think we'll map in a really nice spot, end up about $10 each way. So that could be your saver or your each way bet if you're not into the into the favourites. Um, and then in the last, Gareth, my uh, definitely my best of the day in the race. I was only playing on one race of the day, better last. Lord Vampy, um, I'm super keen. Um, I've liked this horse since its debut. Trials um, six or so months ago, and then its uh, debut runs were absolutely super. I wouldn't have to punch breezes or be deep, or one its maiden just sitting in behind them. Trial this time was great. Obviously, had a setback because it was five or six um, weeks between trial and race, and to be snagged out the back and hit the line like it did with traffic in the straight against two very good three-year-olds in Sunbronzed and um, Cheeky Charlotte, I thought just suggested we were for a big, big campaign. It maps to land just behind them. It's got really good gate speed, Clint Sticks. Um, we're getting the best part of $3. I've marked this at $1.95, so there's still plenty of value there in my mind. Um, yeah, I'm very keen to get involved in um, in Lord Vampy in the last. And while we're on the last, I've also marked Kelvinate a second favourite, an $8 second favourite, and I think there's $14, $15, $16 around. So, I mean, if you're going to chop, that's an, that's an easy chop. You can take 280 and square the race up at on my second favourite at $15 type thing. So I'm pretty keen to do that and get stuck in in the last, Gareth. Um, Kyle wants to know, what do you make of Hanchi, who goes around in the second at Caulfield this afternoon and is given a good chance according to the pickle bet market? Yeah, it is. Well, our three-year-olds, and you look at the lines through Hanchi, and you've got ripcords, and Pachula's come out, and not just won the Breeders' Classic, but won uh, uh, the Pearl Classic as well. Um, all of the form around our three-year-olds, and even, I guess, to a degree, this is probably a stretch, but you could line it up through the fact that Ripcord and Oscar's Fortune have run second and third to overpass in the winter bottom to some degree. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always personally wary about a horse travelling across the country and taking a price like four or five dollars first up i i usually like uh, especially when bob used to take his good ones across i'd always wait for their second up runs um but a sprinter like hanchy could be ready to go first up but um it's very hard for me to compare the form i guess to the eastern status but it's a it's a really nice horse all right then mate um we'll let you go we appreciate your time and enjoy ascot today mate pleasure as always gareth we'll see you soon